This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's the season. Talking about seasons. Seasons for hope. Seasons for peace. Seasons of love, even. Um, Lord, we just want to open it up, come to the table, the Christmas dinner table, and fill up on you, God, and the things of you. Eat the stuffing of your joy, the bread rolls of your kindness, the turkey and ham of your forgiveness and um, mm. Lord, we want to pray a holiday prayer of a sort over everyone out there listening to all the little ones and the big ones, the adult ones and the kitty ones. God, we want to lift up a special Christmas prayer. So we'll open up with Caroline. If anyone else feels led to pray, they may. And I'll close this out. Lord, there's a reason it's called seasons, greetings, seasons mm. eating. Mm. And I pray that this week, we all be thinking about what kind of seasoning we're going to be Wow. In our lives, this holiday seasoning, mm. think of yourself as a shaker of garlic salt, paprika, crushed basil, <laughs> cayenne, <laughs> cayenne, um, maybe even a classic freaking table salt. Because Lord knows we all need a little iodine. Beautiful. Iodine to yourself. Mm. I dine to myself. I live for Christ for that is gain. To die and gaining and to all that. Iodine is gain is all of that. And we're all going to be gaining some of this Okay. <laughs> Lord, yes, we pray for that. You've called us to be the salt and light of the world. We want to be the cumin of the world, the paprika of the world, the freaking oregano of the world. We yeah. want it all, Lord. So we pray for that, that you give us a flavor that matches the beauty of your nature and character. Amen. If anyone else feels led to pray right now, they may, <laughs> they can, they can send one out to G.O.D. Uh, Lord, I hope that we all get to have a little, a little bit more gravy in our lives. Wow. Mm. You know, where we get to just kind of top off ourselves with something a little funky not yeah. too much not too little just nice not too thick amen. not too thin amen because mm. that's not gravy if it's too thin that is soup so lord i ask for your bounty of gravy to liven up our lives just a little bit Yes, Lord. We, we're familiar with the 
popular aphorism, everything else is gravy, everything else is extra. And we know that everything else, apart from death and eternity burning in hell, is grace and gravy. We thank you for mm-hmm. the Thanks so pers- much. Thank you for the gravy, Lord, for saving thank us. <laughs> and it's for Muchas gracias. these beautiful things we pray in your name. Amen. 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 Here comes Christmas for me. And the tea is Hard. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. It's me. I'm a fan of my mom. Two minutes to go. <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. Good Christmas fun. I'm Kevin T. Porter. The T stands for tinsel. I'm Christmas Carol Line. We're here to have good Christmas fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies and the music and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. People who celebrate Christmas. People who are on the right side of the war. On Christmas. That's right. Fighting the good fight on the front lines. We are the allies. The people that when they light the tree on fire, we put it out. That's right. <laughs> that Christmas tree fire. Tree on fire. Yeah, the Fox News tree. <laughs> There's a 30-foot tree in midtown Manhattan that was lit on fire. Oh, that was, no. you know, the worst terrorist attack since 9-11 in the history of the uh, world. How many people died? Uh, no one died. Must have been so many. <laughs> oh, none. No okay. one died, but many souls were damaged. That oh, that's day. so sad. A lot of um, white fragility was threatened that day. I'm excited <laughs> uh, about something that's going to be going on on my TikTok that's Christmas related. Oh, okay. It's going to be a little uh, TikTok with Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith. Is that? Oh, is that true? Yeah, it's coming down the pipeline. It's in the drafts. This is a TikTok tease. Okay, Caroline's t- teasing something <laughs> that's coming. It's not there yet. This is like me saying, I got something in my drafts that's going to drop on Twitter this yeah, week. Yeah, just keep your eyes on at Caroline's Farts on TikTok. You're going to see something a little fun, a little silly, um, and a little Christmassy. Lo- yeah, this is great promo. This is great plugs. Yeah. Um, I have nothing uh, locked nothing in the chamber. Up. No, unfortunately. I can't believe that. No. I, I feel like, well, you put a lot of energy into the fart Christmas song at the top. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't do that, to be clear. Oh, my God. No, I ripped that from you, too. Man, come on. I ripped that from you too. Do a fart song, make it an original. I know. I I do feel a little. Yeah, it's like soul and valor, which is why I want to say up front. And we do. You know, a lot of podcasts have gotten in trouble without having proper citations for some of their sources. Correct. The source for that was YouTube. Uh, someone on there did it. <laughs> look it up. Yeah, yourself. you can look it up. Uh, but we're not here to talk about YouTube. We're talking. We're talking about Christmas. We're talking about Christmas songs. We're maybe gonna pit a certain kind of Christmas song one against the other. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done the hunt for the worst Christian Christmas song of all time in quite a while. And we're going to need a very special guest to do it with. <laughs> so we got to introduce her now, y'all, for very Tennessee Christmas friends and folks. She is a comedian. She's an actress. You may know her from Duncanville, Hubie Halloween, or her own podcast, We Love Trash. Give it the hell up for Betsy, Betsy Sadaro. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Betsy. Hey, pal. I like that. 
that music. Yes. Thank you. If you like this music, you might be a Christian. <laughs> oh, then we got I a don't lot more like that it. <laughs> oh, she doesn't like the music. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Wow. No, it's a great, great intro. Great intro. Thank you. Thank As you if I had for that. To do with so much. It. You're so welcome. Yeah. Oh, what a joy it was when we had a little backyard Halloween party last year and gathered, this is true, gathered all our friends around to watch the newest Halloween movie on Netflix. And little did we know, but ooh, there she is. Oh Betsy my God, guys. And Hubie Halloween, a standout ooh. performance, if I do say so Thank myself. Thank you. You're welcome. It was a dream come true. It was so crazy to be like, Adam Sandler's right there, and oh I'm sitting gosh. on Shaq's lap. No. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so the cool. craziest thing. <laughs> it was so fun. And they are just the nicest dudes. Yeah. It's so funny. It was it was a dream come true. For when you're sure. sitting on the lap of someone as big and tall as Shaq, do, does your mind revert to a child and you start asking him for things you want for Christmas because you think he's <laughs> Santa and like you kind of yeah, get mixed up? Yeah, I did start up. asking him and he gave me everything I wanted. Great, <laughs> <laughs> a good scene partner. He's a good, good guy. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's all you ever Somebody wanted. who can yes and. Uh, <laughs> it was really nice. It but, was crazy, though. Like, he would be sitting and I would be standing up and he would still be... Oh, my gosh. ...taller than me or, like, level, like, that's even with crazy. me. And I was like, Holy shit, I feel like man. that's kind of a gift that he can make everybody feel really small, you mm -hmm. know, wherever they go. Because don't we almost right. want to be little again? I always want to be held. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's fun to be a little spoon. Oh, my gosh. You know? No. Yeah. Cradle like a yeah. baby. Yeah. Just get cradled. Like you think if there was like a, a I bet it would be a hit if there if there was a place where you could go and like they have big arms or something Betsy. and you get cradled. You're on to something. Okay. Now, <gasps> oh my God, let's go to Shark Tank. Yeah, honestly we should. <laughs> and sharks. I think that we could create, you know, like kind of a massive uh, machine arms, you know, they've got to be big enough yeah. to hold every size. And so they're exactly. going to be really large and they will swing back and forth. Yes. And I, it could, you could book it for birthday parties and stuff. I think that was right. a good idea. And the name of the service is Cradle, but without the E, so it's C-R-A-D-L. Yeah. Uh, and you you got to drop one vowel Holy in every shit, little startup. That's good. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay. I know. Oh. I mean, because it's just like a... You know, because I'm sure people employ sex workers and don't necessarily take advantage of all the all they have to offer, and they just want to be held a little bit. So we're gonna cut out maybe some of the unnecessary stigma of that, and right. just say, you know what, this is for cradlers. This is all yeah. just cradle. <laughs> this is just to get cradled. Babies only. And then when it flops, there will be a think piece called "From the Cradle to the Grave." Oh. Uh, <laughs> That will be unfortunate yes. when it comes yeah. out. I mean, that will be an accomplishment of itself as well, you know, to get it in New yeah. Yorker like that. And then a Hulu series about it, <laughs> fictional. Oh, good. Yeah, because we'll rise up in power, but then, like, won't pay our employees yes. anything. Yeah. And, like, oh, it's, oh, it's going to be, be so good. Man, I'm I'll excited to have this Stone. business flop with you guys. <laughs> I am so pumped to have this business mishap happen. It, I cannot wait. Ooh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's so good. Well, well, as much as we'd love to know more about your future <laughs> business investments and endeavors, we'd love to know even more about your past and how you grew up <gasps> with religion. Oh, oh my Your church God. business, if Yeah, you your will. church business. Doing <laughs> business with the Lord. <laughs> well, I was raised Catholic. Nice. 
um, uh, to where it was like, you go to church every week, uh, you go to Sunday school, uh, you know, all of that <laughs> stuff. But my parents were always very like, um, very much just like, hey, the Bible is a piece of literature. It's a bunch of fables. Like, these are just stories to teach you a lesson. They did not actually happen. Uh, and the same with, like, all the the churchy stuff, like the Eucharist and stuff. They're like, it's not actually the body of Christ yeah. and the blood of Christ. It's just symbols for that. And they, and so they were, kind, they were very much just kind of, because they were like, we believe in evolution, you know, Yes. They weren't crazy hardcore, but enough hardcore where it's like, wait, we still have to go. <laughs> I don't want to fucking go to, to this bored. I, I, like, from day one was so bored constantly in church. <laughs> it sucked so bad. Oh, where yeah. was it geographically? I, where, where were you growing up? In uh, Colorado. Oh, and it was yeah. just this, like... Uh, well, there were a couple churches that I went to that, like in our county, but the main one was just truly this tiny cabin, one room church, mm-hmm. and it was just I would just count the beams every time I went <laughs> over, and I maybe uh, there'll be, will be more beams this time when I count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did used to always think that Jesus on the crucifix. I always was just like, oh my god, what if his head fucking moves? <laughs> What do I do? <laughs> or like, I would try to remember which way it was leaning and then come back the next week and be like, I think it moved. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it moved. You turn um, around and then quickly like look back. Like, yeah, yes. I got him. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. That's, wait, there should be a Toy Story, but with, um, yeah, Jesus is on, on crosses. Don't you wonder what happens what they when, do when, Jesus, we're not around. when you leave the room? <laughs> And he's like, when come you leave on, all guys. These idols around. He's talking to all the saints. They're like, come on, we got to get the pastor to love us again. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> think that could be a hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. Like one of those like glow in the dark uh, yes. Marys, like yes. wandering around. <laughs> I think this could be a hit. This is fun. I really do. Really fun. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot I, here. There's so much. So. A lot of boredom marked the early childhood. Tons of boredom. Yeah. Like, not a mystical I, experience very often for you. Not ever, <laughs> ever, never, ever mystical. <laughs> never life, ch- like truly just like, <laughs> oh my. And like, I hated having to, like, I'm a, I'm, I have a big issue with germs. And now that I realize it, I must have as a kid, like not as big as I do now, but like as a kid, I was really grossed out with uh, shaking people's hands at church or like having to hold them while you said um, uh, the Our Father or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that grossed me out. Drinking the wine, I never did that because I was like, people are just putting their germs on that cup that's oh, yeah. so gross mm-hmm. and they just do sort of a perfunctory wipe with like a yes. kerchief the same one every time right <laughs> yes and even my parents they were even like you know don't like, sip drink that. it at your first communion but then we don't we don't take it we don't want to touch that yeah so and it was a lot of also this was the fun part is um my mom and i and also whenever my sisters were in town visiting from like college or something, 
we would have a lot of laugh attacks in church. Uh, like to where we had to get up and go to that cry room because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> the baby crying room. Yes. <laughs> now imagine yes. you go into the cry room and there's a man there to cradle you. Now, Way bigger. Tuck it. Here we go. There we, we go. Need we can in hit every up movie every theater church. in America. We need them in oh, churches. Imagine getting cradled while watching a movie. <laughs> so nice. West Side Story That's made sad. me sad. Someone hold me. Someone please cradle me, please. <laughs> Please. Like there was one time um, <laughs> where my mom, <laughs> she like started laughing, you know, trying to hold it in, but just shaking crazy. And I was like, mom, what's going on? What's going on, mom? What's going on? And she's like, she's like, Betsy, I cannot go get communion. <laughs> and I was like, why not? And she's like, I have two different pairs of shoes on. Oh. <laughs> and one was like a lace-up with a heel. And the other was like a penny loafer. What? And I, and like different colors. And I was like, Mom, how the hell did you do that? And she's like, I was tired this morning. I can't get communion. <laughs> like, all right, man. Uh, uh, whatever. And, so and back then, just for like our younger listeners, that was like an egregious sin. Like in those times. Huge. To wear two different shoes <laughs> was like. Days, yeah. It's like Huge. garments of two different threads. Leviticus it's style. It was like jail. disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. That was. <laughs> Horrific. So yeah, we had to sneak her out. <laughs> we had to sneak her out so she didn't get stoned. Yeah. So I'm wondering uh, <laughs> I, I'm wondering if you had any like curiosity yourself, even beyond your boredom of like anything fantastical, otherworldly, religious. Like the process itself was sounds pretty uh of a piece of a lot of people's experience of like we had to go to this thing, we we're cultural Catholics, even our parents didn't seem to be that into it. But was there anything that stimulated you towards a a, a higher question? Um I I be immediately believed in ghosts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that had to do no with problem I think with that. that does kind of play a part Catholicism does because you are like in the Holy Ghost and like totally. devil and demons and stuff and the devil did scare the shit out of me oh man yeah oh, that yeah. idea of um, the devil will get you really scared the shit out of me yeah. as a kid to the point where like and I've talked about this in therapy and stuff like I'm pretty sure Catholicism played a pretty big part in my OCD, you know, oh, of yes. like getting in that mindset of like, oh, if I don't, and it started with, if I don't pray, something bad will happen to me to the point where I kept praying before bed years and years after I stopped uh, really believing Yeah, because it, it became such a ritual that it's like, oh, if I don't pray to even this thing I don't really believe in, something bad is going to happen to me. But then that developed into having to knock on wood 12 times oh, yeah. and all Whoa. these other things. Um, really, uh, that's a really common experience, I think, with a lot of kids too that grow up yeah. in like— it, And um, one thing I've heard a lot is like kids that grow up in evangelical Christianity, um, sometimes we're told that like if you— weren't saved or if you had sinned right before the rapture or something, like you wouldn't get to go to heaven. And so <laughs> imagine the OCD that develops there of just like throughout the day, constantly yeah, like, like asking forgiveness when. for sins. Exactly. Yeah. 
So similar uh, to what you were going through too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like my parents never, ever said the devil's going to get you. Like they were always like, treat people how you want to be treated. It's as simple as that. Like that's always been kind of their thing of like, just be not like people are great. Be nice. Treat them like you want to be treated. But I think it was the surrounding like Sunday school and the people in that community that um, really stu- – they also really started making me question it of where it's like, oh, but you're really mean. <laughs> and you're saying you're a good Catholic, but you're being an asshole to people? I don't I don't think that's how this works, man. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Oh, yeah. Y'all aren't good. Yeah, I got in trouble a lot in uh, Sunday school. Dude, oh, I okay. In eighth grade, I got kicked out because the head lady thought I flipped her off, <laughs> and I did not. And we had had kind of a history of like butting heads. Sure, I called her the Grinch, <laughs> and she got really mad about it because it was like Christmas time, and she was being so mean. And I was like, "You're the Grinch, man!" And she got really <laughs> mad at me. So it, that was what there were a, a couple of instances, but uh, yeah, I remember I we got a call, and it was like. I don't, you know, when like pre, like young priests come into town for a little bit or whatever. Yeah, it midnight was some mass. Young... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> midnight. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens every time, like in the Netflix show Midnight Mass, yeah, right? Like they're really young, but then you see a picture of an old one. Like, like, they look the same. Man. What happened to my old pastor too? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> so some yeah, like the young dude um who we all know sold his soul to the devil or whatever happened sure. in that show. I did watch, I still don't really know. Um <laughs> he called up and he was like, We have to um ask Betsy to not ever come back to Sunday school. And my mom's like, What? Why? And he's like, uh, she apparently flipped off this the Grinch. And uh <laughs> my mom it was just, my mom then, like, kind of put me on the phone, and I was like, no, I didn't. Why would I, I don't care that much. Like, <laughs> Not uh-uh. even that Yeah, to use her. your flip-off capital on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't wor- also, I feel I would have been like, yeah, I did, if I really did it, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And my parents had that feeling. They're like, I don't think she did. And then the priest continues to go like, well, she um saw Betsy, flip her off. She went home and had to ask her husband and kids, which finger is the bad (laughs) finger? And then my parents are like, no, that's fine. Betsy will never come back. We don't need her to be around this shit. Um, (laughs) This lady didn't even know the finger and she was accusing you of the finger. Yeah. Okay. Not only is she a nerd and the Grinch, uh, she's dumb. She yeah. was like, <laughs> she was very much Midnight Massey of like wearing those high collars. Oh, yeah. And t- like oh. dressing like an old, old school mom. Okay. You wow. know, like, so maybe she was like old as hell. Maybe she's she from like yeah. the 1800s or something. And really, she should have known that you were probably just dancing like boogie woogie and you were pointing your fingers up. And then she was like, no, it's the finger. Which one? Honestly, I probably. Know? I was so just like, I'm fucking Dude, bored. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, my Let's God. 
do something fun. Like, I always was just like, I want church to be like Sister Act. I want it to be like a bunch of rad nuns singing fun songs and replacing the word man with God. Like, make that, make it fun. We need that. Yeah. No, well, hey, (sighs) if you like Christian song parodies, this is the show for you, okay? Yeah, we'll get into (laughs) apologetics, get into... Christian Weird Al core. Yeah, we can do that. I know. Wait, Weird Al? Christian Weird Al? Well, actually, did you say? This, candidly, Weird Al does identify as Christian. He's talked about his Christian oh. faith a little bit in the past, but there's a band called Apologetics where pretty much any top 40 charting song of the last 20 years, you can find, you know, a, a Christian equivalent. Hey now, really? you're an all star. Becomes pray now. It's a lost art, yeah, etc. It's, it's good stuff. It's it's <laughs> oh, awesome. It's really really good stuff. So, um, Sister Act 2021. Here you're gonna have to check that out. There we go. I'm a Catholic again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of Whoa. laughing because I feel like you your parents were trying to set you on the kind of Catholicism that's like you know just be good be moral you know maybe a sense of community all that you're like we don't need to worry yeah. about the mumbo jumbo and even transubstantiation or whatever and then yeah. you walked away with like the most Halloween spooky aspects of Catholicism <laughs> truly of, that's like, like what I took a mean lady like, like tr- trying to kick you out of church <laughs> and then like ghosts and the devils on your ass like every day it's so sad. It was, it was like, I remember, like, I don't remember Matt, like, I just remember being bored, but there were several Christmas masses, which I was so pumped for. Oh, yeah. We also got to do the pageant, and I was always like, dude, make me a sheep, man. Like, I was so pumped. There was one time I was cast as a sheep, and I crawled all the way down. Like, all the other sheep were walking on two legs. Oh, come on. And I was like, sheep don't fucking do that. And I, like, slowly crawled down You're the the Jeremy Strong Strong of your ensemble. There we go. Same page. (laughs) And, And, like, I remember multiple... Christmas children's masses where the priest just starts talking about like, hey, we're all gonna die. Like, and where it was just like, good God, this sucks. Like, (laughs) I don't like, this is not happy. Like, I don't know. It weird, like, there was just, yeah, a lot of the scary stuff stuck with me. Scary stuff. Um, and bummer stuff and not a lot of the good yeah. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I, guess, I can't believe he chose the death talk on Christmas of all. Like, do that on Easter, Christmases. sure. You know? Exactly. Right. But it was that a good Friday. <laughs> Literally, Christmas is birth and barn animals. Yeah. That's all it's yes. supposed to be. Cute as hell. It's supposed it's to be fun. Knox and lamb keeping time. Angels, come on. <laughs> I do remember getting kind of pumped at a uh, at um uh Good Friday, cause in the gospel you read the uh, the audience, the congregation gets to play the crowd in the like trial of Jesus or what I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, uh, and they're, they're making like studio audience noises like. But you do get to scream, crucify him, Ooh. and I remember my sisters and I. <laughs> We would get so loud and angry and just be like, crucify him, <laughs> <laughs> And my parents were like, chill. Because we Where'd thought it was Robin so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're really into we this. We thought it was so wild. That, that we're great. like, we're yelling, crucify him. Oh, that would rule. Yeah. I would too. Was, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. Don't yeah, miss it did you day. ever have any belief system after childhood when you eventually stopped going or you believed in ghosts? So you always had like a little, little some, some extra to our tangible something's, world. Something's happening. Yeah, I don't know what, but something's happening. Mm-hmm. I love it. I just, I don't know what. I don't think it's. I really like religion. Really, um, uh. I don't know, bums me out because you just and there. I and I have to remind myself, like, no, it's really great for most people or for a lot of people. They really like, and that's great. I just, you know, there are a lot of assholes. Oh yeah, who use religion to justify horrific behavior, and it really bums me out. It makes me just want to be like, I want nothing to do with that. I don't like that one bit. Um, uh, but couldn't you say I, the same of ghosts? There's a lot of asshole ghosts. That they- <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> the systematic a ghost one. oppression going on. The, the, it's a rotten institution. There's tons of asshole ghosts. Don't, and I'm scared of them. I'm just I like asshole Christians. I am terrified. <laughs> I am so scared of asshole. Don't get me wrong. I don't even want to see. I don't want to see a ghost. I just think they're. I know they're around. <laughs> I don't need. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't need any part of that yeah, either. Exactly. I when when I die, I will be a ghost. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I'm gonna haunt the shit out of people. Yeah. Who? Like, do you have any haunt list? Like, dream haunt list candidates dream, um, for, for the haunting or even locations. The, Maybe it's like well, I gotta haunt this place. It would so. I've thought about this. A Taco Bell would be really fun to haunt. Wow. Okay. But wouldn't that Just be tragic I- if you couldn't eat it, though? <laughs> I know. I know. That's, Could you smell tough. it, though? Could you smell it if you're a ghost? Yeah, I think or I are you like things. Slimer? Slimer gets to eat. Slimer gets to eat, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters colon <laughs> afterlife, so I don't. They I don't eat know. a Crunchwrap Supreme in the opening scene. <laughs> and he's like, and Slimer says, I can taste and smell this. <laughs> Being a ghost is great. I can taste and digest this. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, because okay, this Taco new Bell. movie is all about Slimer's uh, story. <laughs> it's right? sensory experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like his eat, pray, love, and he just goes across middle America to chain restaurants eating that- like... Okay, that's a good idea. Let's write it's it. Here. There's something we're coming up with so many good ideas. I Holy know. shit. Emma, cut all these out that are monetizable. Yeah, Emma, yeah we, we're need, we need business these. left over after this. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, Betsy, have you ever been to one of the Senespia movie screenings in the cemetery? <gasps> yes. I went and saw the thing there. Okay. Whoa. Where's the hauntings there? You know, I feel like that's where I would be. I feel like whatever ghosts are out there, they're slacking off. They should be there every time one of those screenings is going on. Scare what if hipsters. they are and they're just enjoying themselves? Aw. Like, and they're like, oh, yes, clueless. <laughs> clueless. Wait, no. that blanket of see-through people to the left of me when I went to go see uh, Nightmare on Elm Street might have been them. <laughs> I think it was some ghosts. Aww. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't. I. Uh, where would? Where? Where are you guys gonna haunt? I want to go back and like be a nice ghost to all my <gasps> yes. childhood places. Like I'm thinking of a particular Assembly of God church mm. that I had quite a bit of time in in my childhood. Yeah, I would want to go back there, and because 
at a charismatic church like that, because of the denomination where it gets a little more woo-woo in terms of people get pushed down and slain in the spirit and things like that, where people experience holy laughter where their body becomes overwhelmed and they just start like cackling, laughing in the middle of a service. They're a little more attuned or open to that sort of thing. So it's like, I want to get in there and then like, you know, give people some encouragement to maybe get out or like, you know, I don't, I don't want to mess with anyone's good time. I just want to sure. say, right. like, yeah, this stuff is real, but do it somewhere else where it's like, but you can do fun. it somewhere else. Don't you think though that if you do that, some child's going to be like, mommy, mommy, demons are real. I saw one. <laughs> Yo, it's just yeah. Me. You're going to turn into a demon. They're going to think you're a demon and then they're going to like exercise you and you die again. Yeah. I can't explain what I saw. And it's any other than like some sort of hell beast. I'm realizing, I think I talked about this a good amount on the episode I did of your and Marcy's podcast, A Funny yes. Feeling. As soon as you started mentioning it, I was like, oh yeah, I was blown away then and I'm blown away <laughs> now. This is like two or three years ago that we talked about that. My goodness. Yeah. Where's the podcast time go? Oh my God. Oh my God. I think I would be like, uh. I want to be like a glamorous ghost. You know, one <gasps> of those like ladies with the pearls and the gown and I'm like in a ballroom at the Hollywood Ooh, Roosevelt like Hotel. like on the Queen Mary yeah. or something. That's a good one. That's like, a no good one. no one's ever scared of those ones. It's just, they kind of add to the, yeah, the glamour factor, I think. That's, That's kind true. of where I want to be. You, mm-hmm. you do not want to be like a bride walking down a road. No, no. Because that's too scary. I'm middle-aged at least. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yes. Okay. My, yeah. I'm okay. past my prime. And yeah, I'm just kind of like a fun, cool lady at like the Plaza Hotel or something. I think that'd that's be nice, right? Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. You pick one room that you really love to mm. mess around in. Yeah. And it's but literally then- so pretty, she's scary. <laughs> It's the it's manifestation of Yeah, that. yeah. Yes. I mean, listen, we're talking about a lot of ghosts, but maybe it's time to talk of ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Ooh. After the break. Betsy, thanks for sharing your story Ooh. with us. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. 
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Good Christmas Fun. It's time once again for the hunt for the worst Christian Christmas song of all time. The worst! Ho, 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 <laughs> oh, That was a long time ago. Wow. Recorded that drop. Uh... I'm looking at Caroline. 200 episodes Oh, ago. my goodness. This is episode 211. You were a younger man. This is, yeah, that was from episode 14. Holy shit. 200 episodes ago. <laughs> wow. Uh, Betsy, we were talking a little bit off mic about maybe some associations you have with Christmas, with the holiday thing. <gasps> yeah. What is it to you now? Is it something you look forward to? Do you got traditions you like? What, what's going on with Christmas? I do. I love Christmas so much. It's just... It is the best time of the year. And, you know, um, growing up, it was, it was like, I lived in, I grew up in Colorado. And so it was like oh, ski season starting, uh, hockey season starting. Like, you know, all these fun things that I love are starting. And it was also a time, I'm the youngest by a, like a pretty good chunk. So a lot, like two of my older sisters, they were in college, uh, when I was pretty young. And so I didn't really ever get to hang out with them. And so it was always a time that they would come home. And that was a blast of just like, I get to see Sally and Amy. This is going to be so fun. (laughs) And I just, I love everything about it. Of course, the presents were pretty sweet. Of course. Um, But it was, I don't, I love it so much. I'm trying to think of traditions. We would always have, um, a big Italian meal on Dece- on the on Christmas Eve. Oh, what's on the menu? It would it would change every year, but my dad had this like special spaghetti sauce that he learned from like his grandma or something oh. that he like cooks for like forty eight hours or whatever. It was Whoa. so wow. good. He's like um, steeping it or something like tea. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. And then um, another little tradition that that no longer happens is when we were little, um, we would all sleep in the same room, or at least me and my sister closest to me in age. And my dad would improvise the story of a Christmas carol. And 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 there was a perfect herald that he did. And that's where you... (laughs) The perfect Herald, baby. And he called it Hark the Herald, Angel Sing. Oh, and that's where you learn no. the farm. Come that's on. That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I learned it. That's how I learned he, My he dad improvised. is still close. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's Sorry. been a tough life. Yeah. He's a <laughs> piece of shit. Sucks, I think. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He's oh, my God. He would, uh, that's so, I, love, I love hearing stories about parents doing improv. Or their versions of it and like their little families of like, my dad used to do that a little bit sometimes as well. He would try to make up bedtime stories about. Yeah. It was so fun. And like, it was (laughs) such a like treat of like, okay, dad's going to like tell us a Christmas carol, but you know, 
change it around. It was awesome. Amazing. And we would always watch um, uh, California Raisins Christmas Special, <laughs> which is still to this day, I make everybody watch a bunch. Oh, wow. You need to watch it. There's some pretty big Christian stuff in it. Well, there's one number that... The Raisins <laughs> are praying? They're talking to God? They're not, but there's one number... Um, uh, the joy to the world one that's pretty heavy handed <laughs> Christian and believe it or not my least favorite part of that special interesting oh. I wonder why um, this is some like VeggieTales precursor stuff going on here it's true okay there's so it's hosted by two dinosaurs <laughs> okay yeah. this sounds okay. awesome I'm listening and then it's a bunch of like little vignettes of Christmas carols my favorite is Carol of the Bells, where okay. there's this like kind of goofy bell who he he has the one big note of like dun, 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 dun. like he has a big note he keeps missing it and <laughs> the, the 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 this the the this dude the conductor is uh-huh. Quasimodo because they're in uh yes oh this what? is Angels We Have Heard on High which is two um. <laughs> Two sexy walruses ice skating. Oh, look at the wow! Look Topless. at that walrus. Oh my yeah, God. she's got like big old boobs. Huge <laughs> <laughs> boobs. She's wearing a tutu, and yet nothing on those boobies. And I—they look like corn dogs, <laughs> and I—I I love it. It's so cute. Oh, they're skating together, and it's legit like good comedy. This looks fun. I'll watch this later. Okay, you. Have- Carol of the Bells is a perfect sketch. Carol Watch of it. It's the bells. perfectly done. Oh my God. This sounds yeah. like, you know, I have uh, the Paul Lynn Halloween special I make my friends watch every year. This must be your equivalent. <laughs> this is. I We had a couple of friends over after a birthday party on Saturday, and I was like, everybody shut up. We're watching <gasps> California Raisins, man. This is- Look at there's Quasimodo. Holy smokes. This is awesome. What? Okay, Caroline, we got a second service uh, today. Later. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Look at this is it. That's our lead. This is crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, a little Larry oh the cucumber. God. Okay, I'm well, so much awesome. much yeah. to watch and discuss later on. Goodness yeah, gracious. thanks, Betsy. That was a gift. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. It's so good. And now, do you have any? Do you have any Christmas traditions now that you do, even new or old, with your family or friends? Are you spending Christmas Day with your family? Because I'm not. This is my third year in a row. I'm not doing it. Um, um this year I am. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause you know my parents are getting old, and it's like I gotta, I gotta go more. Clock in to them, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so me and my oldest sister, we will be there. But I've. Spent a couple not with the family, and it's fun. <laughs> I know. My favorite was two years ago. I mean, yeah. a year ago I couldn't because of, you know, the reasons we all couldn't probably. But right. two years ago, that was one of the best Christmases I ever had. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I feel guilty for loving not going <laughs> home for Christmas. I it rules because you get to do whatever you want. Because, like, there's always such a pressure, it feels like, from everybody. Of like, this has to be. Where it's like, I'd rather visit when everybody's chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when your family kind of feels like, oh, we need to conjure a certain kind of feeling, even with ourselves right now, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
That's real. Yeah. Chris, Christmas pressure. There should be some sort of term for like, the, you know, the Christmas. Is there a good alliteration, maybe synonym for Christmas pressure? Like the mm. Christmas, everyone gets the Christmas crazies where they think it needs to be an <laughs> elevated experience when it's like, we can just hang and chill. We can right. have Christmas chill. Yeah. I think, yes, yeah, so many people are like, this has to be magical yes. or like memorable where it is like, to me, the most memorable Christmases are those ones where it's like, whoa, I had a frozen pizza for breakfast. That <laughs> rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no I got to do Christmas. whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we would love to talk about Christmas <gasps> music, too. I don't oh, know if you have yes. any like bangers that you go to over and over again or any particular holiday albums. You know what I love is Mannheim Steamrollers. Yes. Carol of the Bells, dude. <laughs> it's spooky mm-hmm. and it it rules. Didn't we it's call like, that Red State Camp the other day or something? <laughs> Car- like yeah, Man- yeah. Mannheim Steamrollers, like, you know, it's pretty uh, flamboyant, but it'll play in, you know, a Texas or a Louisiana where it's like, I like yep. this, you know? Yeah, where it's like, oh, then you're probably going to love, like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, some fun dance music yeah. then. <laughs> like, <laughs> they could get down to their EDM. It's funky. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we thought for this year, when pinning the, you know, the worst <laughs> Christian Christmas songs of all time, that we would do something a little different. Um, <gasps> and do it two from the same artist Ooh. group, technically. Ooh, okay. Okay. And the artist in question from whom we are pitting two of their covers of Christian Christmas songs against each other. <gasps> Is the artist Pentatonix? Oh, goddamn! I've heard of they do. Um, uh, what's that thing where you don't have music? <laughs> it's it's acapella. acapella music. Acapella. Wait, uh, they might oh. be aka awesome uh, by some accounts. <laughs> Betsy's having a, a Vietnam flashback right now or something. I am. I feel. I've seen. I've watched. I've like gone down a rabbit hole watching their. Their videos because they are wild. They're a strange. Bit. It's yeah. a strange group. We might have some videos to play oh, no. later. <laughs> okay. In, okay. In in the course <gasps> of the show. So, you know, pentatonic, some might say, oh, it's kind of a stretch. Are they actually Christian? Is that the case? Aren't they more just, you know, an a cappella group, uh, maybe runoff from Pitch Perfect mm. that's still going strong <laughs> for whatever reason? And as it turns out, there's at least Two members of the group that are full-on evangelical Christians. Are you joking? The current lineup of the group is Scott Hoying, Mitch Grassi, Kristen Maldonado, Kevin Alushala, and Matt Sally. Matt this and Kevin nuts. are Christians. Kevin even played cello for Gungor at one point, which is like a Christian <laughs> oh worship gosh. band. This is so crazy. And so if you look at their Christmas albums, and they do have five, there's, that's Christmas to me, a Pentatonix Christmas, Christmas <laughs> is here, exclamation point, we need a little Christmas, and their newest one, Evergreen, this year. They have <laughs> so many, not only like, oh, this is like a Christian adjacent uh, Christmas song, like Angels We've Heard on High or some like little right. like standard, like cr- standard Christmas carols. They have like Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone, which is a contemporary Christian uh, worship song written by a guy named Chris Tomlin. I believe oh. they're the only, this, this will describe like the intersection that they occupy perfectly. In the same Christmas album, they have Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone, that CCM worship song. 
Santa Tell Me with Ariana Grande and Seasons of Love from fucking Rent. Okay. <laughs> so sweet. And so- also when you look at them, they look like how people would cast like a young group of like blue state millennials, you know? Like- truly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually and truly. Uh-huh. So they, you know, and two of the two of the members of of the group are openly queer. Um, Mitch That's- and and Scott. Huge. But here's here's the thing, and, and here's what's interesting about groups like this in terms of things that move the needle, because a lot of their core base is admittedly, you know, conservative people or red state people, not, not the coastal elites. You know, I think they're like an easy dunk target for people who are music fans or, you know, whatever, friends yeah. of ours. We're probably not like bumping pentatonics at the Christmas party. But uh, Mitch talked very candidly in an interview about how their audience kind of functions. And he said, the pentatonics demographic is very different across the board. But one that's very common is Midwesterners and Christians. They love our music. And I've gotten people saying, parents especially, you guys help me accept my gay son, my gay daughter. And I think that's really cool. It's a weird way to ease people into opening their minds a bit because we're not doing anything crazy or outlandish with pentatonics, but simply by being our true selves, we're opening up people's eyes a little bit. So I think there really is a case to be made and something to be said about queer people and LGBTQ people occupying spaces in the culture that are kind of basic, like the gay couple in Modern Family or Will and Grace on NBC Thursdays. Yeah. Where it's like enough people watch that and it may not be for you and it's your, not your favorite show, but the kind of people it does reach, it moves the Overton window of tolerance yeah. a little bit, I think. so. I think for sure, like it kind of introduces a very safe look at queerness to people in red yeah to like more conservative people where it's like oh but oh well they make good music and Mm -hmm. oh they make me laugh and oh they're they're not evil huh (laughs) maybe like there is i that that's huge i think and i think for a lot of um people figuring out their sexuality to be able to see this and be like, oh. Yeah, like, oh, oh okay. my mom will listen to this. Maybe I can tell her or be yeah. more open with her, you know? So, Whoa. you know, it's fun to clown on. And obvi- obviously, it's very fun to clown on. The, um, Scott Hoying in particular had a TikTok where he did a parody, a parody of Hamilton, but oh, made it yeah. about Anthony Fauci. And how much he loved him. Mm. How does a genius immunologist, <laughs> buh, 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 Dr. Anthony Fauci, and oh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, oh, he does a lot. But you know, we wow. need we need we need basics in every corner. You know, <laughs> truly, truly, <laughs> truly. But in, Dr. Anthony Fauci TikTok taught me to accept people that are not like me. Dr. Anthony <laughs> Fauci TikTok told me it was okay to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> but they've done covers of two Christian Christmas song, I would say, standards. The first of which is a song by a man named Mark Lowry that all takes place. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe not, Betsy. All takes place from the POV and perspective of Mother Mary herself. It is a little song called Mary, Did You Know? We're watching the music video for it right now. It looks to be shot at Griffith Park or the canyon. I think it's at the back cave. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
I was just up there today. I went on a little hike. Yeah. Well, you've walked the same ground they've tread. Yes. It's yes. so strange. Why is he holding the candle like Mary, that? did you know <laughs> that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know yes. that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? Ivanka Trump. Is somebody making that noise? The like the beatbox, I guess. I don't know how they use they do the rhythm stuff. Some adjustments sometimes. Well, post magic. Oh gosh. Freaking clean. When you kiss your little baby, This looks like a Nexium ad. <laughs> yes. It's so serious. Oh my goodness. Also, to be clear, this has 271 million views on wow. YouTube. <laughs> wow. Ooh, they're circling up. That's you. Shut up. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Caroline said that's me about Scott Hoying. <laughs> you are. A, you do look a lot like him. <laughs> so that is, that man is making that. He's wow. making you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that the Christian? I believe so, yeah. That's Kevin, I believe. Never met a Kevin that wasn't a Christian. All right. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, really? <laughs> well, you know, Mary listen. does know this, right? <laughs> like, well, that's the thing eventually. to interrogate, Betsy. I mean, doesn't Gabriel pretty much be like, hey, this kid is gonna... Yeah, she was, I think, be the, the, one, like, the first to know, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I think the POV of the song is not only... By the way, when you look at Mary, did you know the first artist that comes up is the Pentatonics? Crazy. Oh, so funny. You are so popular. Uh, wow. That your baby boy would one day walk on water, that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? The child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is kind of the child did. that you pushed out uh, will soon push, push you out into you. heaven. Yeah, push you out of your <laughs> vagina, his vagina. Oh, uh, you get it. You get it. Cool uh. metaphor. The songwriter Betsy, I'm sure you're not familiar with him. He's a gentleman named Mark Lowry. He is a Christian, in addition to being a songwriter, he is a Christian stand up comedian. And he does tour the country at churches, doing his Whoa. comedy routine. One of the more well known Christian comedians. Right. Stand-ups, I think, yeah, actually. Him and John Chris. <laughs> Occupying that rarefied air. A lot of all-stars in that group. Hey, now. Pray now. It's a lost art. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yes, this is... Uh, we've talked about this song on the show many years ago, I believe. It, yeah. It is an interesting perspective of, like, 
Yeah, Mary, I know you know, but do you really know? But do you really know? Like, have you thought about it? Yeah, slow down and think about it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, hey, man, I'm trying to have this baby in a time where it's hard to have babies in a barn. I am mm-hmm. a teen Come mom. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I am a teen mom. I didn't even get to have sex. And now <laughs> I'm having part. this. Mm-hmm. Come hey, on. Mary, so like, you know, just between us, how yeah. was the Holy Spirit? What? How was the Holy Spirit, you know? Honestly, I I felt nothing. <laughs> I didn't That's feel what anything. I've heard. Yeah. Even the Holy Spirit Tiny. couldn't find it. You're like, yeah. you couldn't find it. I was like telling him where to go. And, and he kept pushing my hand away, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me just let me let do it. it. Nope, point. nope. Let me. I'm the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no, I got it. Is this good? No, I got it. Is I got this it. Good? Yeah, Is this good? Yeah, this fine. <laughs> fine. You got it, Holy Spirit. I think, I think the idea that it's getting at is. You know, isn't it amazing what right. you're going to do? But it is just like kind of the voice and tenor of the song does have a sort of inherent condescension and how it communicates that idea of like, did you know? Did you really know? Did you really know? (laughs) Yeah. Big time. Oh, so there's that song. Oof. Okay. That's one of them. Heavy. But then there's another song that they did written by a songwriter maybe you've heard of because she was a little bit of a crossover hit. Amy Grant. Amy Grant. Oh, yes. I've heard of Amy Grant. Who you may know, Baby Baby and whatnot. By the way, she does, not this song that we're about to play, but she does have a song called Breath of Heaven. that takes. It's written, she wrote this song entirely from the perspective of Mary about how, like, insane it would be to find out like yeah you're pregnant and it's god uh and so like she embodies that perspective in a way more empathetic way (laughs) i have a feeling i have a feeling amy grant could be a little bit more empathetic towards a woman than a christian stand-up comedian man (laughs) perhaps slightly (laughs) (laughs) wow this is a song uh that amy grant wrote for one of her Christmas albums. And it is a Christian Christmas song. This is also a guest spot (gasps) from Miss Kelly Clarkson herself. Oh, my Wait, what? (laughs) Vegas restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) What a funny place. (laughs) Yeah, we're watching the music video. I've heard this song for sure. Yeah. I've, I've, I've. Well, I'm all Why'd they pick this restaurant? <laughs> really? Vegas. The lighting? <laughs> this feels like my my buddy Jerry, he can't make a shift. We gotta join together and fill yeah. in for him. <laughs> you think with the resources yeah. of both this group and Kelly, they could have put um, together something glasses. Not for myself, but for a world in need. From Panatonic. So silent night. <laughs> That's so funny. Good for them. Okay. Hey, is Kelly wearing an apron? Are they? She's a server. A golden apron. She works at that restaurant. I can't. The setting is tearing me away from this moment. So 
this is Mary being like, this is my grown-up Christmas list is having a kid. Or, oh, wait. no, that was a different song. That was a different song. Yeah, that was a this different is just, song. Okay. This is Amy Grant being like, I just want to write about a grown-up Christmas list now. You know, could it be a better world, you yeah. know? Yeah. The grandest side to see was something lovely Here at the Planet Hollywood <laughs> Cafe and Hotel, we'll make sure we fulfill every need on your grown-up Christmas list. Here's a Johnny Depp hot dog. Grown-ups <laughs> only at this one. Everyone's got to li- watch this YouTube. This is crazy. It's so strange. What the hell? It also feels like it could be a green screen almost. Yeah. Like where it's like, where are they really? You can tell they're all really trying to make the most of it. You see a guy vacuuming but in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> get more breadsticks for the taste. Come on, Callie. Uh, hey, hey, uh, it's okay, buddy. You can stand still. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why? It pans over to Caesars, the mini <laughs> Eiffel Tower, the fountain for Motions 11. It feels like the performance, like in the middle of the Thanksgiving parade, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, sort of thrown together. That's exactly- what it feels right? like and like the wrong place and it's too bright <laughs> I love that's it. exactly what it feels like come on oh Ooh. very nice when is she bad never never Oh my God. Jeez Louise. Oh. This is my Christmas list. This is my This is my Christmas. Come to the Mirage Casino. Is <laughs> <laughs> to go to Vegas $500 for in chips when you book tonight. <laughs> and there's someone else in the going on? They're having to yell so they can hear each other. <laughs> oh! Ah! Oh, and he He's did. Proposing. Is this a commercial? What I is guess going so. On? Feels like it. That was bizarre. That was strange. I love that. Or wow. have you seen the movie Birdemic at all? No. No, what's this that? sounds great. <laughs> was this one of those sci-fi channel movies? No worse than that. Uh, way worse. Okay. And there's a scene in a bar, and it was kind of giving me those vibes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Birdemic vibes. Oh okay. Birdemic vibes. Why? Grown wow. Up, grown up Christmas list. You know, it's See, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, the thrust of this song. What What were you gonna say about it? Well, like. I was saying before we started recording, of like I get kind of fired up at songs like these. Because they're such, like, they're not fun. <laughs> you know, like, they're not like, hey, let's play outside in the snow. We're getting, you know, like, Santa's, whatever. They're so just, like, serious 
and a bummer. And don't get me like there are other, I don't know, there are classics where it's like that. If you really listen to it, that's kind of a bummer song. But oh yeah, you I don't know. They always just bum me out. These very serious. Uh, the songs, the message. Well, you would love a song called Christmas Shoes. I think that would, you oh, know. It's- that w- <laughs> I hate that song so much. It is disgusting. But have you heard How that song in the middle of a Carabas bar, grill, <laughs> casino, and hotel with in Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> in Salt Lake City with America's finest acapella It really group. feels special. You know, maybe that's how I need to hear Christmas shoes. Is I'm with that you. Way. I don't like, yeah, the like overly maudlin, like kind of sad Christmas songs. It's like, please right. let me have a, a little fun once a year. Be nice. Yeah. Things are chill. Things are great. Silly old snowman, you know, running around town. Yes, Why are there any excellent? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like I, I hate to be uh, too political on this show, but it does feel like there's not enough elf representation Tell me in a about lot of it. our Christmas songs. Listen, it right? feels like that's a marginalized group in the Christmas community. A lot of people are going to stand with you in this statement. Mm-hmm. And a lot yeah. of elves are going to. I'm not going to be able to yeah. see them, but they will stand with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, yeah they're yeah, they hearing you say it right now because they're magical. They, uh, anytime you say elves, they know. Oh, my God. Yeah, why isn't there a song about, you know, like the elf that's bad at his job, kind of like Rudolph, and then the elf that's right. like kind of, you know, always... Uh, Sneezing or something like that. <gasps> now I'm just talking about dwarfs <laughs> from Snow White. Don't be a dopey elf. Yeah, no, Caroline, you're right. There should be like Ronnie the fuck up elf guy or something. <laughs> exactly. That could be a new Christmas standard. I know that's a movie, but yeah, that should be a song. Yeah. You would think after the success of Elf. We would get a little Elf Carol. The fact that I mean, was there an original song that came out of the movie Elf? No, that would have been the time. There was the Zoe De Chanel baby. It's yeah. cold outside. That's not it. Uh, it is a musical now. <laughs> oh, Elf is? is? Yeah, my sister took my mm. nieces to see it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's good. I need to ask if it was good or not. Well, most musicals based on movies are. Are awesome. Shrek. <laughs> um, Wicked. I'm done. Dude, <laughs> uh, right before pandemic, <laughs> we went to um, the Calabasas High School's uh, 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 showing of Shrek, the musical. <gasps> no. Wait. And it was truly like, it was like March 7th or something. And <laughs> we were all like, so do we think this is like a big deal or not? And then like, in a big crowd at a high school watching <laughs> Shrek. And we were like, like, worth it. Hearing a sophomore yell donkey from the stage. <laughs> it's like, well, God gave us this pandemic for a yeah. reason, I suppose. <laughs> Wait, you and a group go to high school productions of um, musicals and whatnot? <laughs> I'm asking because yeah. I want in on it is okay, what I'm angling I'll, for. I'll let you know when that happens again. Because even during pandemic, we're like, let's buy tickets to online shows. Yes. <gasps> that sounds so fun. It's so much fun. Because like growing up doing sh- it, you you feel it, you know, like you walk into the theater and you're like, God, it smelled like my high school theater. <laughs> yes. I love this. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Oh my God. Well, I'll let you know. Please, I literally, please do. One, uh, another friend of mine teased like, yeah, there's a group of us that go to high school plays. I'll invite you. And she never did. So oh my God. Okay. I won't burn you. I won't burn you. <laughs> he holds a grudge. Uh-uh. 
I do. Shout out to, I'll tell you after the <laughs> record. <laughs> wow. Who I later found out has issues all around, so maybe it's okay. Uh, but the oh, grown-up Christmas okay. list, like you were saying, Betsy, it's a little didactic, right? Because the whole yeah. idea is like, when I was, you know, do you remember me? I sat upon your knee, wrote you my childhood fantasies. I'm grown up now. I still need help somehow. I'm not a child, but my heart can still dream. And then... It's a grown-up Christmas list, but it is such a Miss America pageant answer. And so yeah. you're grow- it's not like health insurance and right? coverage dental plan or something like that. It's no more lives torn apart. That wars would never start. Time would heal our hearts. Everyone would have a friend. And right would always end. And that's right as in justice, not the right. Uh, it's not oh. a political statement. <laughs> and love would never end. No, this is my grown-up Christmas list. So it's like, yeah, that's what I want. What do you want for Christmas? It's yeah, like, yeah well, exactly. Do you want an like, Xbox uh, or something? A new sound <laughs> yeah. bar would be yeah, cool. I kind of want a PlayStation 5. <laughs> oh, I'm a piece of shit for yeah. that? I'm a piece of shit for oh, that. Everyone okay. gets one wish. I guess you just sort of wasted that on your selfish needs. Yeah, uh, so your, yeah. your PS5 is like the equivalent of my time would heal all wounds. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like knowing Amy Grant, uh, and I do know her. We have talked to her. She was and a guest on this show. We've been to her, cool. you know, her shows. Uh, I I think she genuinely, you know, this is like what she actually thinks about during Christmas times. Like, I just think oh. like, or should stop, you know? And like, I wish everyone like woke up with a smile. <laughs> like, I think that's <laughs> genuinely something she's talking that's about at Christmas so time. Nice. So I know, I know. She's, when it's she's genuine, corny. you're like, great. I know. Great. But if when it's it like, genuine. sometimes it feels so just like, uh. Yeah, like they're trying to sell you just just harnessing the general good vibes of Christmas for yeah, some sort of like yeah. greeting card message. But I really think right. this is what Amy thinks about and like oh. would say aloud to you. Yes. Yeah, that's just, so delightful. <laughs> Amy comes downstairs on Christmas morning. Vince is baking pancakes or something. She pops an edible. She. <laughs> Good, good. As we found Play out from licks. a source, yeah. her, her <laughs> son might have a weed company all his own. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> that she, you know, might get, have her son's supply. Uh, but good. yes, how do we feel about Kelly, by the way? Kelly Clarkson, pro, con? I'm so pro. I'm pro. I think I, I, I think she's great. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any, any problems with her. <laughs> oh, good. Do I wake up being like, I need to listen to some Kelly Clarkson? No. But... I'm never mad when she's singing. Yeah. You well, know? you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I feel you on that. I don't like, uh, not not exactly my taste of singing, but I appreciate the the professional, athletic yeah. ability of Kelly Clarkson. That's another thing. Listening to this song, I would this would be my worst fear as a songwriter. Is I write a good song and then someone who's a billion times better singer than me <laughs> covers it and just rips my ass to shreds. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, yeah. From that was really one, good. Yeah, she's doing riffs and like runs and all I don't think I stuff. even wrote, I don't even know how to write those notes. <laughs> yeah. okay. I can't even like I can't read that. music, much less hear it like that in my head. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I am always blown away. Like even just watching that, I'm like, how does she remember all the words? And How? she has to sing so they all have to sing you know, so, so many, many songs. songs. So many songs. Her own songs. All yeah. these covers. All the Christmas stuff. The birthday I song. You gotta remember that one too. Gotta Can't never forget that, that one. one. Mildred and Hattie, uh-uh. P- Patty Hill, get at me. Uh, <laughs> the co-writers of Happy Birthday. Also, there's always such this discourse of like Christmas songs, Christmas music. What's the last Christmas classic? It's usually agreed upon. 
in modern popular culture, it was all, all I Want for Christmas is You. That's yes. the last song. Yes. That was a Christmas classic by Mariah Carey. Yes. Undisputed. I would, though, say that Kelly Clarkson's Christmas album has some banger Christmas originals. And everyone tries to do okay. this every couple of years. We're like, Sia put out her album of, of original Christmas music. Yep. And a few others that's, you know, mixed in. Artists like to do this. But Kelly Clarkson, there's at least two songs on her Christmas album from, I want to say, 2013 that are good, good. Okay, Is I'll it all I want out. for Christmas is you level? Maybe not. What could be? But definitely worthy entrance into the mm. category. So That's should check good to that know because it really is like, it's got to be so hard to write an original Christmas hit. Yeah, that's why no one's done it in 25, yeah, 26 years, right? Yeah, wants to hear. It is also yeah, that, so funny to, for Mariah Carey to slowly over the last like eight to 10 years be like, yeah, I'm I'm Mrs. Christmas. Uh, that's her whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I'm Mrs. Christmas. Yeah. What is she has like a thing at McDonald's right now. It's because I went and picked it up. There's the Mariah menu, which I'm sure is timed for December because it's Christmas. And oh, yeah. Wait, there's thing. a Mariah menu at McDonald's? Yeah, I don't even know what's on it. They didn't put it right, right in front of my face. All I want for Christmas is food. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's a it's perfect a Big time. Mac. I need to look this up. Like, so, out of these two whoa. that we have before us, Grown Up Christmas List, Mary Did You Know? One from Amy Grant, one from Mark Lowry, both performed by the Pentatonics. What are we, what's the vibe? What's the feeling? Which of these is worse? Which are, how are we feeling about this? I think the Mary one made me more upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I agree. I'm just like, yeah, she knows what she's doing, man. Mm-hmm. She was forced into this. <laughs> she knows what she was doing. And then the the grown-up Christmas list is like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But Mary, did you know, does have the air of this could have been an email. Where it's like, just so just so we're clear. And she's like, yeah, I got it. I don't like, yeah, I, yeah, when people act like they're talking to me, but in fact, they're just posing a series of rhetorical questions <laughs> that I don't get to answer. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going to make a whole song like that, <laughs> get no, out thank of you. here. Yeah. And then sing it in a cave. Get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Especially that. of the two haunting uh, settings for those music videos. I think the cave... The cave is actually slightly better to me than the the buffet room. I will say though, I uh, I really want to go to Vegas now. <laughs> it just reminds I was like, you. I think Christmas in Vegas, Vegas could in the be holidays. fun. I did do that with my family one time. We had Christmas in Vegas, and it was pretty great. Was it really fun? It was fun. The only time I've been to Vegas was December 2019. And it was part of that Mrs. Maisel pop-up promo thing where they flew us out for free. They put us up for free. And so I'm like... That's what Kevin calls it when he goes on like a really bad bender. Mrs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Maisel pop-up thing. Uh, yeah. Let's just say that last trip was a bit of a Mrs. Maisel pop-up. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, man, Ooh, buddy. Boy. Guys, keep an eye on Kevin. <laughs> keep him in your thoughts and prayers. I, I'm inclined to agree with the panel thus far that Mary Did You Know does have a certain air of obnoxiousness. Maybe there was a certain thematic consistency they were trying to bring in the setting of the music video. They're in a cave, a sort of canal, maybe a birth canal. <laughs> Whoa! You know, are they singing Mary Did You Know? Is Pentatonix singing Mary Did You Know from, <laughs> from Mary's? <her>. Wow. <laughs> and like the end of the music video, like mm. a fetus comes 
<laughs> they all get like washed out with blood or whatever. Yeah, it's like magic oh school. I don't know how this works. A fallopian tube? Holy smokes. With candles? Okay. Oh my God. So Wait, didn't... now I think I like that one better. Okay, she's back. <laughs> if they're in Mary while wow. singing this, that's funny, Kelly Clarkson cannot compete. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Kelly. If Kelly Clarkson sang from a recreation of Mary's fallopian tubes, maybe we could That's have a, a conversation. We're talking. I think then we'd have a modern Christmas <laughs> hit, man. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But as it stands, we are saying, Mary, did you know, by the Pentatonics, <laughs> is the worst Christian Christmas song of all time. I made you a champion. And that's yeah. it. I forgot to put Jingle Bells over that. Oh, that's yeah. the champion. There you go. Oh boy, you know what? Now it's time, Betsy. We're gonna bring it down now to a more worshipful space. We've had a lot of okay. laughs. Yeah. We've had a lot of giggles. We've had a lot of appetizers at the buffet. <laughs> Some a little warmed over under that heat lamp. And um, now we're just gonna, you know, get into a, a posture of prayer and thanksgiving, holiday gratitude for this season. And we're not here to promote ourselves or to plug our projects, seeking the approval of man. We're here to lift them up to the Lord, including maybe the last great thing we watched, read, or listened to in secular culture. And we'll start with Caroline. Um, lift me up and maybe get some, some really cool TikToks at Caroline's parts as teased. Hope it delivers. Hope it's what you want. I mean, after the tease, <laughs> I'm gonna get something. Um, I'm gonna lift up a show that has continued to uh, shock and delight me. It's called Selling Sunset. Season four just came out. Perhaps you're hearing some rumblings. Perhaps you're like, I can't get into that. I, I-, I don't like that kind of show. You're wrong. You are gonna like it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, be a snob. It's gorgeous. It's ridiculous. I feel like also, actually, if you're home with your family and you guys need something that's like not too controversial to put on TV, Selling Sunset, everyone's gonna get invested in it. I mean, it's got, it's got Barbie women. It's got style. <laughs> it's got business. It's got real estate. It's got Hollywood. It's Woo. got drama. I mean, you're gonna have fun. I feel like I, even Dad's gonna get in there. He's gonna have an opinion about even it. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, I'll um, give it a shot. Yes. What so. about me, Grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa, even you can watch Selling Sunset, too. Oh. Our house is ridiculous. The square footage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've a really great time. I've, I've connected with strangers about Selling Sunset. It's just a good wow. show. It's a lot of fun. So I recommend it. Have fun. Enjoy. All right. Thank you, Caroline. On Netflix. We, on Netflix. We turn Ooh. it to Betsy. <gasps> yes. Um... <laughs> You can follow me on uh, Instagram at Betsy Sodaro. I got some podcasts. One is on Patreon called We Love Trash, where it's me and Mono Agapian, who I will definitely haunt. I'm going to haunt the shit out of him. Uh, You're you're definitely going to die before him, too? Besties. Honestly, probably. Uh, (laughs) uh, Where we just, we celebrate all things trashy. 
you know, mo- trashy movies, trashy shows. It's the best. Yes. And then another podcast called A Funny Feeling with Marcy Jaro that Kevin has been on. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we talk to friends about their paranormal experiences. And we also read a bunch of listeners' experiences and stuff like that. So check it out. And I got a show that I've been screaming at people about. The new Chucky show on Sci-Fi I heard USA great things, yes. Rules. It <laughs> rules. I ha- especially if you like that franchise. Like Chucky the so- Doll? Chucky the Doll has oh a series God. on Sci-Fi. <laughs> really? And he's queer it's- affirming. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Because cool. <laughs> in Seed of Chucky... He has a kid, like a non-binary, they have a non-binary kid, and like the bit is like, Chucky and Tiffany, Jennifer Tilly, keep her like, he's a Glenn, he's Glenda, and and the child is just like, I'm neither one, let me just be, and so there's a part in this show where Chucky's like, oh yeah, I got a queer kid, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I'm not a monster. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's it's really really fun. Uh, I highly recommend it. Oh, it looks oh yeah, it's really great. great. Yeah. Oh, great! Thanks, Betsy. Well, yeah, you, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter on Inst- uh, Letterbox, Peloton, and OnlyFans. Follow me all those places. Shout out to those two. My two fans on two OnlyFans. They're doing great. <laughs> I got to post yeah. something. They're getting a little thirsty in my DMs, and I got I got to feed my babies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lift up something made in a lab for me, which was live from a studio audience. This is a series uh, of live performances, recreations of old Norman Lear sitcoms they've been doing on ABC. And the most recent one, they did different strokes, and it was Kevin Hart as the Gary Coleman character, John Lithgow and Damon Wayans. But they did Facts of Life. Oh. Starring Ann Dowd as Mrs. Garrett. Oh my God. Who fucking ruled as Ann Dowd as Mrs. Garrett is old Kevin and new Kevin meeting each other and hugging wow. and holding each other like Cradle, uh, like our Cradle. new app. And uh, it's, it's great. Justin Thoreau produced it. Jennifer Aniston as well as stars. And Catherine Hahn is Joe. Wait, Dude. so they recreate a whole episode? They and- take an, a whole episode, a whole script of one of Norman Lear's And they Lear's like act it out for real? And they just do it again. Cute. With <laughs> like in Ga- a set and that, everything? Yeah, yeah. With Gabrielle fun. Union, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Sounds fun. Catherine Hahn, uh, the woman from Fargo, whose name I forget, and Angie D. Dowd. Uh, who is uh, top of the list for me. She's Mrs. Garrett. What do you watch that on? It's on Hulu. Hulu. I like to think Hulu. And Dad's beloved Hulu. Uh, Hulu. So you can watch that. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. And this month's charity for one of the last times, is Feeding America. Betsy. Thank you, Betsy. <gasps> Thank you so much for doing Thank the show. A dream. Thank you for being me. here tonight. This is our last uh, uh, episode before Christmas. What a way to go into the holidays. Yay! Oh, that makes me happy. So Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Here's our Christmas wish. Yeah, here oh, comes Christmas you, for us. It's Betsy Sadaro. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you may celebrate. And we're going to be doing all three of them this year, baby. (laughs) And there's nothing left to say except, and all of God's people said, 
Okay. okay. I, I love, love you. you. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and let's, of course, go out with the greatest Christmas song of all. I'm talking about the Pentatonics cover of Seasons of Love, <laughs> which I guess is a Christmas <laughs> song. So funny. It does kind of work. So yeah, you can put jingle bells over those. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And we'll see you next week on GCF or two weeks from now, uh, whenever we're done and coming back from the holiday break. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Goodbye. How do you measure, measure a year? That was a headgum podcast.